This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The following content is not suitable for children. Oh my God, yes. Whoa, Lori, I like how you say that. Today, we got a great show. Let's get into the science and tactics and strategies. There's some great research paper coming out from, oh my God, yes. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. I think you got an anniversary today, Lori, now. I do, yes. Yes, a big one. Very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. We spent the weekend away and had a great time. Maybe that's where that oh my God yes came from. <laughs> it was a fun weekend. You know, sometimes I, I really think you need to go away together. It just helps so much with that connection. Get out of your space, away from the chores. My husband at some point said, do you want to go home early? We we kind of ran out of room time and and I was like, we were in a village and I said, no, you know, I don't want to leave because if we leave, we just get absorbed back into the house. And that way I knew we would be together. So nice. we hung out. Any tips for all our listeners on how to stay married for so long? Forgiveness. Right. <laughs> Lots of forgiveness. <laughs> all those years. <laughs> I think it's a partnership. And when you're young and... I don't know, maybe just starting out, you want it to be good all the time. And it's not good all the time. It's tough sometimes. And, you know, as a life partner, there's there's ups and downs, but there's something really rich and rewarding about being with somebody who knew you when you were young and who has stayed with you and raised children with you and gone through those ups and downs. It's feels really good. It's nice to hear. You're hitting your groove. I, I will say, yeah. And my husband did say, wow, Lori, you are so much better <laughs> than when we started. So that was fun. Well, relationships nice are a great growing machine, right? If you open it a bit, feedback, you're going to grow each other. That's right. Pretty cool. Thank you. So we're going to talk about the research from Oh My God Yes, who's our sponsor and who does a beautiful job of helping teach clitoral technique. They did a study on how women can increase their pleasure in vaginal penetration. Pretty important stuff. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some of these terms that they studied, which are all about technique and change in positions. And we're excited to talk about this. This is to help women and help men make the experience of sexual intercourse, certainly, and any kind of penetration more interesting and to feel better and to feel more. All right, let's jump in. How does angling sound? Great. So there, there are four, angling, rocking, shallowing, and pairing that they named in this study and kind of grouped together and then measured women's experience with it. And angling is basically switching it up during sexual intercourse in such a way that probably the clitoris is more in touch with the penis or the man's pelvis. Mm -hmm. Sometimes women use pillows kind of behind their hips mm -hmm. so that they just 
angle themselves a little bit better. Women on top, often at 45 degrees, kind of their their body is at a 45 degree angle. That often helps. Certainly women with on their back with their legs up, that can help kind of rock their pelvis forward, which I think is the same thing as putting a pillow underneath your pelvis. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really a little adjustment, right, could make a big difference. So that angling is encouraging women to to kind of find that position where their clitoris might be kind of getting touched during intercourse, where if they didn't move it, it wouldn't be getting touched at all. So right. how do we, how do we, you know, encourage that feedback? And this is great for the guy too, to be part of the process, to be more kind of engaged, to recognize a little shift can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I think men are socially trained and culturally trained to believe that the whole deal is the vagina. And I think many men want sexual intercourse for sure. So making it good for both of them while they're having sexual intercourse is important. And him to just know that this shift in position could help her have more pleasure, I think is what we right. want to help them understand. Always mind-blowing for me when I first found out that statistic that 70% of women are not having an orgasm during intercourse. And this would help change those numbers, right, Lori? <laughs> if you're able to kind of shift your position a little bit and get that clearest stimulation, then here we go. Yeah, exactly. You know, and also just a, a little word about this. Most of the time that women don't have orgasms during sexual intercourse, I mean, first of all, it just might not be the way she can do it. But a lot of it is more about the placement of her clitoris to her Mm -hmm. vagina. There's like the length between her vagina and her clitoris is kind of supposedly the magic measure. You know, and I think men get really anxious and they think it's the measure of how big he is or that he's not doing it right. And it's like, you know what, this is it is not about him. Usually it's more about her anatomy and it's not inadequate. It's just the way women are built. But helping could be great. Well, even that simple putting a couple of pillows underneath, kind of raising it up, which is mm-hmm. allowing that, that. That's a simple technique that could make a big difference. So for those of you listening, use those pillows in different areas tonight. Good idea. And uh, we'll talk more also about rocking. That's a second technique that they studied. And this is what their study was about what women preferred. It, it was not a male and female study. It was just women. And Mm -hmm. some women use rocking, which for those of you who are technical, you can actually see this, I think, on YouTube. It's called the coital alignment technique, CAT. And it's basically sexual intercourse, man on top, and he kind of rocks his pelvis toward her clitoris. But they stay very connected, no thrusting. And that So he's staying inside of her. He's staying inside of her. Right. And that technique can kind of stimulate her clitoris, too. Yeah, well, that's, you're literally grinding against each other, right? With being on the inside. That, grinding. That they didn't They didn't name anything that, George, but that would probably be the, the right name for this one. Grinding. I like it. I mean, it's a little friction never hurts, right? <laughs> Rocking, grinding. Yeah, you get the picture exactly. Well, if we're focusing on the clitoris and you can see how if the man is inserted all the way, Right in the root of, you know, is is rubbing up against the clitoris and it's staying in. So it's not coming in and out. And now you can be moving sideways with that rocking motion that that's, Mm -hmm. you know, definitely going to enhance, you know, that clitoris stimulation. Right. You got any examples of kind of helping couples do this exercise, be aware of that? I think what's exciting in a long relationship, right, is people can be flexible and try these different things 
especially when there's freedom and a sense of, we just want to make it great for both of us. Um, mm -hmm. I had a couple who they were not in for sex, but they talked about all the kinds of things that they did. And I think, first of all, they, they talked about it. He knew that she didn't climax that way. And so they tried to make it good. The quedal alignment technique that came out about, I don't know, technically into science about 10 years ago with an MRI. So all of us sex therapists were watching that and teaching our people how to do that one. That was very exciting. And this couple tried it. And I, I don't remember them saying, you know, it was a surefire gig, but I think it helped. It helped her feel more pleasure and enjoyment. I, I don't remember if she actually had orgasms or not. And I would say the only thing that I feel about this is I don't want women to go back to this is the goal that you we want you to orgasm during sexual intercourse. We just want you to have more pleasure during sexual intercourse. So shall we come back and talk a little bit more about other techniques? Awesome. Had a patient tell me the other day, uberlube.com. With the coupon foreplay, they bought some and they said, you were right, Lori, it is the best. Way better than what they had been using before because scent-free, taste-free. There's no sticky residue, which is so important. It doesn't get gummy. It doesn't create that friction that some of the lubricants out there do. It leaves you feeling soft and silky. It uses high-grade silicone with a little bit of vitamin E. You can switch from oral sex to intercourse. You can use it with touching. I highly recommend it. During foreplay, makes her feel better, makes him feel good. I mean, it's a better touch. And you know, when thousands of doctors, sex therapists, and clients are all agreeing and recommending the same thing, you're onto something. Exactly. So uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay for 10% off. So welcome back. We renamed Rockin' Grinding. I like that. It's a better image. <laughs> <I did too. laughs> Rockin' almost seems like it's thrusting in and out. Grinding's like simple, right, Lori? It's like you leave it in and you're kind of just moving around a little bit side to side. <laughs> we got to have accurate descriptions here. Otherwise, people are going to forget. <laughs> George, you are funny. I like that. I think that term resonates with most people. They understand what that means. I always love Peggy Kleinplatz's book on great lovers. And, you know, when she says there's nothing like doing the same thing relentlessly that kind of kills sex. Right. Mm -hmm. So they have different techniques to mix it up to kind of, yeah, great. You're, you're doing some thrust and now all of a sudden you're doing a little bit of grind and you're, you know, you're mixing up positions. You're doing the angle. And these are all kind of nice ways of just kind of keeping it fresh. Not the other person, not exactly knowing what's happening. Right. It's that anticipation and not knowing that so often great lovers are so good at. Exactly. And I like that you just said the other person not necessarily knowing what's going to come next. I think that keeps it a little fresh and mysterious. And we hope to arm people with this. So shallowing. Awesome. Basically, shallowing is being touched just at the entrance of the vagina to sort of eventually enhance pleasure during penetration. Sometimes partners would use their penis tip or a fingertip or maybe even a sex toy just at the entrance of the vagina because that is where women feel more friction kind of touch. Later in the vagina, they feel more stretch, but friction is kind of felt at the beginning of the vagina. So this You throw the tongue pressure. in that too, right? Or tongue. Yep. Oral sex. Absolutely. So this is a kind of 
teasing too, right? This this kind of put it in a little bit, put the tip in, put your finger <laughs> in, tip. put your tongue in. It was just what I like about again these techniques. It's just something else to think about. How do you in a relationship with somebody you love and trust? Like what is that doing? Just putting the tip in for your partner to enhance her stimulation. So many guys are in such a rush to go to thrusting that this is a really sensitive, erotic, kind of teasing, playful way of, of building that intimacy. You know, I remember a couple I was working with, and I think it's important to note, Laurie, as we talk about you know all these couples that we've worked with, we're not talking about a specific couple. This is really a combination of so many couples we talk about. And again, a lot of men are, are trained to kind of race so fast. So when I ask the play-by-play, what does sex look like? You know, it's like quickly kissing and all of a sudden they're thrusting mm. so quick. And mm-hmm. you know, I remember the wife giving some feedback about the importance of foreplay and letting her body warm up. And so he was like, well, well what can I do? Mm. And I remember her talking about the importance of of the teasing, of, mm-hmm. of just kind of rubbing his penis you know, on the outside and just kind of getting her excited and, and slowly putting a tip in and, and pulling it back out and to the point where she's like, please put it back in, right? right? And right. What, kind of wanting that instead of, you know, it happening so fast. So this guy just kind of learning this one little technique really kind of opened things up for them. Yeah, that's nice. I love that she was able to tell him that and be so explicit. I think that's kind of what's also great about this study is it's giving people language and terms to say, hey, I'd I'd like you to do this. Do this with your penis. Do this with your fingers. Let's use a toy. Do it during oral sex. You know, just asking for it is vulnerable and exciting. And that's cool. She's, I keep re-terming these names, but she called it tipping. Put the tip in. Yeah, put the tip in. (laughs) It could be the tip anything, but... (laughs) So find the, the names that work for you all as you're listening. <laughs> Shallowing's a little confusing to Shallowing's, me. Shallowing's, so. okay, so we're renaming this whole we're renaming study. Them. Grinding, yep. tipping. Yep. We get it. Okay. I, yeah, your terms are better, George, for sure. Well, I don't know about that, but whatever sticks, whatever works. Okay, and then there's pairing, which, of course, we encourage every day of the week. You know, this is when a woman or a man stimulates her clitoris directly during some sort of penetration. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely, uh, you know, this could be his finger, a sex toy again, his penis, his tongue. I I think one of the things that women talk about a lot is G-spot stimulation and oral sex, that that kind of combination, that's penetration, him touching her G-spot along with oral sex is kind of mind-blowing. I think one of the things that's great is it's it's double stimulation, so your brain doesn't quite have time to figure out what in the world is happening, and it just <laughs> lets go. <laughs> right. They have a lot of sex toys that are doing that, right? That double yeah. stimulation, penetration, yeah. and clearest stimulation. Right. The rabbit is doing that. I think it's the same principle. Both can be pleasurable. Right. And then mixing it up between the two, but the pairing is doing both simultaneously. Yeah. I was trying to picture it, and you're talking about an oral sex. The man might be licking the clitoris, but have the fingers in the G-spot, right? So that's that's the penetration. I was trying to figure out how they were having intercourse while licking the clitoris. That must be a very bendable person. <laughs> that would be a very bendable person. Uh, yeah, for was, sure. I, was, I was pitching <laughs> Gumby or whoever that person was. Like, how do you get into that position? 
But as Laurie's listening, I'm always letting my imagination try to visualize <laughs> what I'm saying. So my brain wasn't coming up with that one until. <laughs> I listen for couples and, you know, very, very rarely do I hear a man talk about the way he's making love. And I think, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. I, I can really honestly believe only two men I ever talked to as patients would I think, okay, he, he really knows where he's at and what he's doing. And this one guy said, no, she, I know how to make her come. And I'm like, really, what do you do? And he said, I put my fingers in, touch her G spot and I give her oral sex. And I said, okay, that man knows what he's doing. Right. <laughs> Got it. Got it. He really and How does. cool that he can describe how he's doing oral sex. I will tell a little story to All help right. men with oral sex. How's that? That sounds good. Okay. So if you think about the clitoris. I almost gave you an oh my God, yes. <laughs> so if you think about the clitoris as Little Red Riding Hood. And she's kind of, she kind of starts in a puddle. Her cloak is all around. And as she gets more aroused, she stands up a bit. And her face is always looking at the vagina. And her face is the glands of the clitoris. And the hood down to her labia is like the cloak. The darker the woman, the darker the cloak. And there's like a seam on the back of her cloak that is also a really sensitive place. And the face is the most sensitive place on her clitoris. The cloak is somewhat sensitive as well, but the face very, very sensitive. So when you're giving oral sex, you want to definitely make sure that your tongue hits the face of her because that's the glands, that's the most sensitive. So it's kind of an up motion or an upstroke with your tongue. That would help. And maybe the back of the seam, but there's one other place kind of where her feet would be standing. That's the root of the clitoris. And that's also very sensitive. And, and that's partly what is hard to get to with oral sex, why women sometimes say it doesn't really do that much for me because the root is hard to stimulate. So maybe pre-stimulation with manual stimulation with your fingers or even sexual intercourse can kind of hit that underside as well. And then going to oral sex, that would be good. And then pairing that with G-spot stimulation. Yeah, that would be good. I love that you're welcome in more technical and the need for communication. You're not supposed to know how this works as a guy, right? You need a little bit of feedback. You know, I like that upstroke, wait, right? That's a little bit too fast. You know, can you go move off that a little bit and go to the side? I mean, it's so important to kind of get that feedback because everybody's different in how sensitive they are and the timing of when and how they need things. Exactly. And if you can communicate that, does that help though? Does that image help? Like, yeah, yeah I understand mean, where a man little is red at? Ride. It does. <laughs> it does. And then the hood slowly starts to fall back, right? It does. The, the hood does fall back as she gets more aroused, but then actually it covers her face again at the end. So it falls back and then it covers her face again a bit as she gets right toward orgasm. Well, I have it's a protective. couple more questions about Okay, red let's come or, back. Let's all right. Come back. OMGYES.com. The truth, Lori, of course, is that our pleasure gets better over our lifetime as we learn and discover more and more about what we like and what our partner likes. Oh, yeah. More knowledge makes a great thing even better. Right. I think people believe this myth that they're supposed to know how to do it, how to touch each other. And I think for women, our bodies are so sensitive that we need high attunement. And oh my God, yes.com is where you can actually see real video of women explaining the touch that they need 
labeling it so we can speak the same language and then showing it is explicit. We know that, but we think it's beautifully done. It's artfully done. And we just encourage you to try ohmygodyes.com with the coupon foreplay so that they know we've sent you there. And therapists as well, if you come to our website, they are offering this product to you free. So please come to our website and figure out how to do that. You need to send them your website and you can get a free membership. I was frustrated that I rarely wanted sex, but I learned there's an FDA approved pink pill for that. Addy or phlebanserin is the number one prescribed treatment for premenopausal women bothered by low sex drive. Visit addyi.com and complete your consultation to see if Addy is right for you. Addy is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive low sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past and who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescription, over-the-counter, or herbal medications, or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy, even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See OPI, including boss warning at addy.com slash EI, or call 844-PINK-PILL. Visit ADD Okay, Lori, so we're talking about Little Red Riding Hood, which is a great image. We're talking about this hood moving up and down, and no wonder why men sometimes get a bit confused with this. Yes. So they're doing a good job, and it starts to fall down, and they, they get into a good rhythm, and all of a sudden it starts to fall back over. Here comes the orgasm. What are they supposed to do? Same thing they've been doing? Are they supposed to try to kind same of Same thing. No, no, no. Same thing. Men should definitely keep doing the same thing. I think it's a mistake, right? As women get really aroused and excited, they get more verbal usually. And men think, okay, let's speed it up. Let's do it harder. Let's do it faster. Same thing. Same. More than likely is what's working. Okay. And during the orgasm, same thing. Same thing. More women than not say they want the exact same thing to keep happening, that that's, that's working. So they like that. Or if they don't, I mean, hopefully, gosh, I hope women are telling what they want, if they want it faster or slower or something, but hopefully they're saying that. It's not the time to stop and sit back and try to watch. It's not the time to stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not the time to sit back and watch. Absolutely. Well, it started. That's when, you know, men want to be spectators and see what happens. So, so, well, you got to stay in and keep doing what's working. Yeah, not the time to sit back and watch. Well, again, I like, I love your stories and such. It's so helpful to just kind of help people laugh a little bit about this. And, you know, it, it's important to talk about this. It's, it's amazing how many couples that we work with have sex and never talk about what's working and not working because they're trying to protect each other, not hurt each other's feelings, which is cool, right? And that's why if we're a little bit playful and you start talking about, oh, red, little red riding hoods, hood's not down yet. So can you, you know, <laughs> rub her arms a little bit here, whatever it takes that, you know, just get them a little bit having more fun with us. Right, exactly. Cool. Well, you have any other I any do. other techniques? I yeah. do. So, kegel squeezes are basically the muscles that you use to stop the flow of urine. And during sex, you can squeeze, sort of a steady squeeze, or you can pulse, and it doesn't necessarily create a better orgasm for a woman. In fact, the research is definitive that it doesn't increase orgasmic intensity. 
but it does change the sensation of sexual intercourse in a huge way. Um, And it changes the way you experience clitoral stimulation as well. So if you're doing the pairing technique, which is sexual intercourse and clitoral stimulation, which we just talked all the way through oral sex and pairing, but you know, it could be during sexual intercourse, maybe you're using a vibrator or something, but squeezing the penis with your kegel muscles can be really sexy. It can help. Right. I remember working with a, a few female partners that could orgasm without clitoral stimulation just by squeezing their kegel muscles. Uh-huh. So can you say more about that? I, I mean, the cool thing about women is their pelvis has such capacity. And I mean, definitely I've heard and talked to women who have thought orgasms. You know, mm. literally they're just fantasizing and they have an orgasm. I had a guy friend who said, you know, if men could do that, the whole dang world would stop. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Kegel squeezes basically can increase arousal, not for every woman, but sometimes maybe if you're fantasizing as well, that Mm -hmm. that could kind of get you ready in terms of your pelvis and your vulva. That would be great. Women can orgasm. Some women can with sexual intercourse because it's the underside of the clitoris. Mm-hmm. And so the penis kind of stretches basically the legs of the clitoris, which are something you don't see. We don't, Little Red Riding Hood, right. we don't see this part of her, but it stretches that and, and kind of hits the root of her feet. So mm-hmm. hits her feet, which is the root, and that's G-spot stimulation, and that can be really good. And that sometimes is how women climax hands-off intercourse. Wow. I know. Well, wow. it's so cool. Fantastic. Every woman is different in how they turn on. There's no normal here. So if somebody can get turned on through these Kegel kind of muscle squeezing mm-hmm. and others are more focused on clitoral stimulation and you know, it's some, the penetrations, what does it for them? It's just that there's no normal. Mm-hmm. You got to find your way of really kind of getting turned on and being able to communicate that. Right. And kegels, I think one of the good things about them is it's really difficult to do them and not be very aware of your vulva. Like Mm -hmm. if your mind is wandering or you're starting to feel anxious about not reaching climax or or you have self-consciousness in another way, I love to recommend doing a kegel squeeze because it's hard to do that and concentrate on that and think about something else. So it brings your attention right to your vulva. Mindfulness. Particularly to your vagina, mindfulness. Uh, well, there's something about that. I mean, I, I mess around with Tai Chi, and when you're you're doing the movements, I mean, when you're paying attention to your movements, you can't really your brain's focused on that. It's not thinking about a million other things. So yes, if you're a woman and you're thinking about your Kegel muscles, that's your your present moment. Pretty cool. Nice little tip, Lori. Nice. Do guys have Kegel muscles? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Guys have Kegel muscles too. Absolutely. And it it helps men sometimes, especially if they're losing their erection or they're starting to get anxious, squeezing their Kegels absolutely can help. It just brings their sensation right to their penis. I think you need to talk more about that, Lori. (laughs) Another episode, George. (laughs) I don't know. I consider I didn't even know we had Kegel muscles. That's uh, so for a guy that Kegel muscle is squeezing, what would it feel like for a guy to squeeze their Kegel muscle? So... I mean, just imagine you're driving in a car and you're almost at I'm home. I'm doing it now, Lori. Here we go. <laughs> Tell me what to do. You're almost home and you have to go to the bathroom. 
Right. And how do you stop yourself from going to the bathroom? It's that muscle. And particularly for people who want to learn how to do a Kegel squeeze correctly, you kind of relax your buttocks. So you're not using the muscles, your glutes. You're just using the muscles that are isolated to stopping the flow of urine. And actually, if you want to practice, you should go to the bathroom, stop the urine, and then go again. Like you okay. should try to go a little bit, stop, go again. And that's the muscle that helps. It's like the sexual form of push-ups. <laughs> to get my work out there. All right. <laughs> Always look for something new, new Lori. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So another couple things that I would recommend that are not in the study is reciprocal thrusting. So when when she's bringing her hips up to meet his thrusting, that can kind of change the way she feels him inside. Mm -hmm. You know, it's tension that can really help. Um, for some women, I, I talked to one woman recently and she's like, you know, I, I like to do that because it shows him I'm involved and he gets really excited when I do that. So his excitement is what makes me more excited. She said, but for me, actually being relaxed is how I feel more vaginally. And that, you know, I don't know. You know, you can switch it up. So yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like a, a form of angling, right? They're mutual thrusting. So now you're timing, you're getting into a rhythm of kind of changing the angle. I think that's pretty awesome. Right. And we want to talk about rhythm in our next podcast too. I'll bring that back in. Also, I, I would just say like positions, you know, if you are underneath different positions, literally change the angle. So mm -hmm. I think knowing what you do with your legs is helpful in terms of knowing which one maybe enhances the best pleasure, the best connection during sexual intercourse. Nice. Well, this was an interesting conversation, Valor. <laughs> hey, this is hopefully helpful. Helpful. This is great to kind of get more technical, understanding the good reasons things work and what a little bit of change could work better. Absolutely. So keep it listening. Thank you. And thank you for our sponsor. Oh my God. Yes. We appreciate your support. It's oh my God. Yes.com slash foreplay. Keep it hot. Y'all call in your questions to the foreplay question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833, the number four play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.